the person who gets the most done has the least excuses. Welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show, where we'll be discussing leadership, business, human potential, inspiring you to live rich from the inside out. Unlock your creativity, stretch out of your comfort zone, break through your barriers, take inspired action, and achieve epic results. Now here's your host, three-time best-selling author, speaker, and certified executive coach, Deborah Kozowski. Hello, hello, everyone. I hope you're having a fabulous day. It's Deborah Kozowski, and today we're talking about stop giving yourself a way out. That's right. It's the zero excuses episode. No exit strategy. So Bob Green, who worked with Oprah as a trainer years ago, has a book called The Life You Want. And there is a quote that I came across in there called excuses allow you to continue living the way you are now without making any tough choices or doing any kind of work. Think about the excuses that you have. They're often the alibi of why you couldn't do something. Often it is saying that you don't have time, you don't know how, perhaps you don't have the money, thinking that you can't afford something, or you might have a chronic illness, or someone shortchanged you and you're, you know, you're in a blaming mode. Here's the deal. I'm going to talk about why we even make these excuses. It's first of all, it's human nature to go to a default when we feel uncomfortable. And excuses tend to pop pop up because we want to fit in, we want people to think that we're normal. And um, it gets, you know, uncomfortable feeling like I think people move around in their seat, they can shift. That's why you can tell if someone's telling you the truth, or pulling some wool under your eyes or having some excuses. So why do we even have excuses? Well, here's some that I'm going to share with you. I'm sure you can come up with many more. Excuses, they're convenient. They're a default to get out. It's kind of get out of jail card. Um, Avoid responsibility. Let's say you didn't want to do it. So you avoid the responsibility by coming up with an excuse. You allow yourself to feel better by not taking the action. You don't have to get uncomfortable. You don't have to do anything. So for the short term, you're kicking back and you're like, oh, this is pretty good. And, you know, people carry on because they believe your excuse, potentially. You have doubt in your ability. When you feel like you are criticizing yourself or you feel it's imposter syndrome, chances are you're not going to do what you need to do. You're going to come up with excuses because you feel uncomfortable. You've talked yourself out of the successes that you could achieve. Then maybe you're not motivated by what needs to be done. You lack the desire. So an excuse comes up to you really easily because you're not interested in that. And if I give an excuse, I don't have to do it, right? So there's many reasons we come up with excuses. I got a couple more for you here. You could be afraid of failure or you have been comparing yourself to other people. And by comparing yourself to other people, you've already got yourself in a trap because you're telling yourself all the reasons you're not enough or you're not deserving. 
I'm here to tell you, I'm going to bust through your excuses as, and as a coach, it's very interesting because often the feedback that I will get from clients years down the road, or, you know, after a session, they'll say, you called me out. You called me out on the excuses I was telling myself so I could get out of my own way and have the successes that I truly desire. That's my job. And I do it in a kind and loving, compassionate way in bringing the awareness to yourself. It's not something I go, hey, you know what? You're doing this. It's often, you know, a question that makes you reflect and you can catch yourself in the excuse. And here's the thing. When you get used to stacking up those excuses, it can be habits. It can become a habit. That you just, if one excuse is no longer working, you got a new one to pull out of your back pocket. But here's the thing. You have to remember all those excuses. It's like telling a lie as a kid, right? That if you told enough lies, you start to believe them. But also when you tell somebody a story, the story is constantly changing. So we're going to talk about some of these things because I really want you to understand how you could be getting in your own way by trying to give yourself a way out and you think you're doing yourself a service and you're not, you're doing a disservice to yourself. So I really want to empower you today about how you can get through some of the excuses you might find yourself in. So let's get past the excuses. You must start with a zero tolerance, no exit strategy. There are people out in the world doing the things that you want to do and they're making them happen and they find a way. They have the crazy schedule. They might have kids to shuttle to activities. They have parents to care for. They might even have a chronic illness or condition. And they have no money or they can't afford it. But they get creative. They stay curious and they're open-minded. And here's the thing. You need to be honest with yourself because excuses are just the lies you tell yourself. And after a while those lies that you tell yourself, the commitments that you break to yourself, they lead to you not believing in yourself. And I don't want that to happen to you because rebuilding that belief in yourself takes a lot of work. And, you know, it takes a lot of training of your mindset and using positive affirmation to support you. And it's not just spouting off affirmations. They have to be truly believed you have to re, re um, create a pathway in your brain to believe it. So there's some neuroplasticity involved in that. But here's the thing. Let's, let's bust through just some of the excuses here that I just talked about. Crazy schedule. Who doesn't have one of those? So when you think about your schedule, are you making the time that you want to get some of these things done? Or is it truly that you're not interested? But it's better to tell someone you're not interested or thank you for thinking of me. I got other plans. Whatever that is, be forthright. And versus having to cover up an excuse that you told them and then suddenly you forgot that you told them that story. Kids to shuttle. Get creative here. I remember going to um, taking kids to hockey practice. And if it was at a rec center, I would often say, mom will come and check in the last 15 minutes of practice, but she's going to go work out. So I would go work out. I wouldn't just, you know, sit around 
And, you know, the odd time I'd get into visiting with everyone, but I had to take care of me. That was important. So thinking about ways you can get creative when you're shuttling your kids to different activities and some of the things that you need to get done. And here's the thing, what it really comes down to is really carving out the time and making it a priority. Parents to care for, you know, that's a big job. And often you're sandwiched in generation for parents to care for, kids to shuttle. But knowing that some of the things that you want for yourself, that you need to bust through some of these excuses and just make them happen. Chronic illness. There are people with chronic illnesses who are doing remarkable things that we get inspired by all the time. And, you know, one of the things that I've learned, even on my own personal journey, is that we live up to our ex limitations, our expectations. And because of that conditioning, it's not that often that we're always busting through the box that we put ourselves in to really see what's possible. And today I want to challenge you to see what's possible for you. If you can just push through and do something small. I'm not asking for this huge step that you're putting yourself out there, but do something that would challenge you to take an extra step to surprise yourself. What if, and here's the question, a positive mindset will always find solutions. And if I can't do this, what can I do? This is the question I want to plant in your mind today. If I can't do this, what can I do? Because there can be things that you do have some limitation physically. And, but there's also ways to figure out what you can do, what is possible for you. And even though it might not be possible in this moment, doesn't mean you stop exploring the potential of it. Because as soon as you start exploring potential and possibilities, it's often when we start finding these solutions, because our mind was not open to that in the beginning, because we had been so narrowly focused, sometimes we got to zoom in to understand what's in the situation. And there's other times we need to take a zoom out to really get a big picture view of what could be possible. And knowing that we can there's people busting through those limitations all the time. Why not you? So again, when people say I don't have the time. So whenever I've been sitting in a doctor's office, dentist's office, you know, it's often not a timely situation. So instead of scrolling on your phone, or if you wanted to read a book, you could read a book, or you could listen to an audio or you could, you know, type an email, respond to email, like, there are things you can do when you have pockets of time. And pockets of time, you might surprise yourself of how much you can get done. If you only told yourself, okay, what can I do right now? And get it done. I always take a book with me to a doctor's office. There's always time that I can take in five minutes of a page or, you know, watch a YouTube video to educate myself on something. I don't know how. I don't know how many times I've heard this. And, you know, it's so interesting to me because I think about several years ago when we started the shoebox campaign um, for Christmas, shoeboxes at Christmas time. And I didn't know how to make things happen. 
but I knew that there were people in my circle, uh, my circle of influence that knew how or were connected to people who might know how to help me. So I sat down and I emailed everybody I knew. And I said, this is my vision. How can you support me? And do you know anybody who could help make this happen? Well, I had ideas and offerings from so many people that we were able to create amazing events for over 12 years and made such an impact in my own community, my own backyard. So I want to challenge you often when we don't know how. I know people who've, you know, fixed their dryer or something in their car because they watched a YouTube video of somebody who did a step-by-step example of what needed to be done. So, you know, of course, you're going to use some discernment with this, but really understanding you can bust through some of your own excuses. I don't have the money. Now, this can be very true for you. It could be very real for you. And I have known people who wanted a product of some kind. They got up early and they went and picked bottles. And it's, you know, kind of sad and frightening at the same time that some of our ditches have a lot of alcohol cans, um, sometimes more than pop cans. And, you know, that people are clearing this up. So think of it as, you know, clearing up your environment and, you know, maybe finding some extra cash that way. But there are different ways. People get creative all the time. You can go through your house and see if there's things that you no longer need. Or you can earn some by maybe doing an exchange with someone. You know, maybe somebody loves your pies and they don't know how to make pies that you might sell them as an example. So there's different ways when you think of what can I do by opening your mind to possibility by versus putting in that roadblock. So really thinking about how can you make things possible or I'm not seeing results. Well, so therefore I must not be successful or I'll never be. So that might be a story that you tell yourself as well, but you have to consider that these results may take more time than a week, a day, you know, two, two months, three months. So thinking that some of these results take time. And maybe you're not being realistic with the time frame that you're giving yourself. Here's a couple of things that I want to go through. So I talked about earlier how, why we make excuses. So now I'm going to go through each one of the reasons why we make excuses and how we can make that mental shift. So let's start with convenient. It's convenient to make an excuse, right? But here's the thing. You have to realize that life can be inconvenient. Things happen, you might need to adjust and adapt as required. That should be a standard to tell everybody in life. You know, you might make the best plan, but be prepared to be flexible and adapt to a situation as needed because things happen and life can be inconvenient. So you need to be able to shift and make, think of how can I make this happen? How can I make this work? The other one is avoiding responsibility. And I'm here to tell you, it's all about taking 100% responsibility for your results. If you're not getting results, take a look at the actions. Take a look at, are there potentially some excuses, your alibis that you're clinging on to, to get you out of Dodge? So no complaining, no blaming, no excuses, no alibis. 
You are taking 100% responsibility for your thoughts, your feelings, your words, your actions. Go back and look at all of those things. Are you negatively speaking to yourself? Are you criticizing yourself? Did you get your caught get yourself caught in a negative spiral of self-talk? Are you using disempowering language? Because your body doesn't know the difference. Your mind, your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference, whether it's real or not. And the way you speak to yourself does influence the actions and how you feel about yourself and whether you believe you're going to be successful or not. So here's the thing. You need to pay attention to all these little things because they are making a big difference. Okay. You allow yourself to feel better by coming up with an excuse in this moment. But here's the thing. Feelings are temporary. And, you know, I was listening to Andy Frizzell and it's like, he doesn't care about your feelings. He cares about your results. So it's really about feelings are temporary. They're ever changing. What you might avoid right now, you're avoiding some short-term pain but you're also going to catch up with you long-term and you might find that there's more pain involved because you were trying to avoid pain in the beginning. So, and was it truly a pain or is it because you just didn't feel like doing something right? And if you do the things sometimes that you need to do, because you know that they're good for you or that you know that it will get you to your end result, then you're not having to work so hard later to dig yourself out of the hole that you got yourself into, right? So it's really about being mindful of your choices. And how do you know what's possible? So here's the thing. When you say that, you know, you're doubting your ability, how do you know what's possible for you until you put in the work? And even sometimes it requires practice, persistence, but most of all, consistency, why not prove it to yourself? See, see what's possible for you. And you, you might say, well, I don't know. Let's find out. Why not find out? Find out what you're made of. Find out what's possible. And now let's talk about motivation. You're not always going to be motivated. But what you do need to do is doing what you need to do is to build a discipline and focus on why you want it done. Connect to your why, really focus in on, because otherwise you could easily talk yourself out of things. You could easily catch yourself into thinking too much over analysis. Anyone else do that? I do. So why not borrow Nike's motto, just do it. Don't stop. Don't think and analyze and talk yourself out of it. Just give yourself like Mel Robbins talks about the five second rule. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's get going. Let's make things happen. So sometimes you got to push yourself past the pause of resistance to get yourself moving. Now, the other one is being afraid of failure. You know, failure can teach us what needs to be done, but it also leads to success because you learn the things that don't work. And without having that, we wouldn't know where to challenge ourselves, tweak things to improve it beyond maybe what we believed possible to begin with. So it's really about challenging yourself and moving past that fear of failure. Or perhaps maybe you have a fear of success after all. How will it change your life? Well, here's the thing I want to remind you. You're in charge of the steering wheel of your life. 
you have, you can slow down, you can speed up, you know, you're in charge of how that success evolves. So knowing that that you have that control knows that you're not going to be out of control. And I think that's what people worry about. They want to have so much control that they tighten up so much that they're not allowing things to unfold and flow and allow things to happen. You know, and failure, it's an amazing gift. But often we don't see it as that we see it as a strike against us, we feel judged, and then we get ourselves caught up in a story. The other one that I was talking to you about is comparing yourself to others. That is nothing but a trap. Stop comparing yourself to others. Focus on what you need to do to basically get out of your own way. Those excuses you've been using as a ticket, a ticket to have some convenience, to avoid responsibility, to allow temporary feeling better, to reinforce the doubt in your ability to get an excuse because you really don't feel like it. You have no desire. You're afraid of failure and possibly success. And you're comparing yourself to other people. You're getting in your own way. Stop giving yourself a way out. Call yourself on your own excuses and give yourself that no, no exit. Zero excuses strategy. Brian Tracy, who wrote No Excuses, The Power of Self-Discipline, said, discipline is what you must have to resist, the lure of excuses. It is self-discipline that enables you to vote yourself off the island. It is the key to a great life, and without it, no lasting success is possible. Now, I want success for you. And in order for you to get there, you need to think about what are the excuses that you have been telling yourself? Where are you not getting the results that you want in your life? What stories are you telling yourself about what's possible for you? I'm here to tell you that when you can move into a place of staying curious, staying open-minded, and being truly honest to who you are, you will start moving through those ex excuses, keeping commitments to yourself because you realize you are deserving, you are worth it, and you are enough right now. So think about what is the excuse you're going to let go of today? What is the excuse that you're going to challenge and prove that it's not right? Life is not always convenient. It's up to you what you're going to do with it when those situations show up. This is where you are empowered to step into your own potential. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm so proud of you. Thank you for joining me here on the Millionaire Woman Show. I'm your host, Deborah Kozowski. Please hop over to my website at www.debrakozowski.com. You're going to get your 10-page PDF, Reset Your Mindset, so we can help you stay right on track to stay within growth and out of your comfort zone, but really challenging yourself to be the best version of you. As Mohammed Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world. And as always, go out and make today great.